You're listening to episode 196 of the FitzPro podcast, and today we're talking about one of my favorite topics that I have never actually studied, read a book on, taken a course on. I just know from observing as a consumer that it matters and it works and it's effective for content and sales. And it's something that I observe really often and I enjoy observing and kind of dissecting again as a consumer, but as a consumer with the mindset of a business owner, and that is storytelling. So today we are going to talk about storytelling as it pertains to content creation, maybe not how you've thought of it before, as well as sales, which we know storytelling and sales go hand in hand. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. For those of you that remember me living in the rental and yard maintenance being the bane of my existence when podcasting, um, we live in our new home now, as you know, and it's great. It's grand. Love it. Love that for us. Our neighbor, our neighbor has a million dogs. I believe they're rescues, um, but she allows them to run rampant. Is that, is that the word? Rampant? I don't even know what I'm saying. Anyway, her dogs, there's not a fence that keeps them out. So there's like probably 30 acres around us and they just go wherever they want, which we don't care right now. But anyway, they've been barking like crazy today. So if you hear that, I'm sorry. Moving along. Get me a gate and some trees. Jesus. Okay. If you have not yet checked out my free workshop, I assume you are an entrepreneur. If you are here, if you are an entrepreneur specifically in the health and fitness space, I made a free workshop literally for you. It's called Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. Go to the show notes. The link is always there, but you can also head over to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register to sign up for that. You will get an upsell to my signature business course, FitzPro Foundations. And that is the best way to join. If you've ever thought about joining Fitzbro, please, please, please do it through my workshop. You'll get the best bonuses, the best deal. Check it out. I would also like to shout out Legion Athletics. Oh, I cannot wait until I take creatine again. If any of you have research on breastfeeding and creatine, send it my way because I don't have time to research it for myself right now, okay? And I want to take some creatine. So um, I love Legions. I love, something I love about all of Legions products that I've taken is that they don't upset my stomach. And I don't have an overly sensitive stomach, but absolutely if I have taken like too much whey protein or too many uh, fake artificial sugars in the past, I get some GI distress for sure. That never happens with Legion. I absolutely love it. Whey, creatine, pre-workout. I take their fish oil. Um, I'm still taking a prenatal vitamin, but when I'm not taking that, I take their uh, women's multivitamin. They're great. So whether you're looking to uh, take vitamins, minerals, 
or to add in things like protein, creatine, pre-workout for your training, check them out. Use code Annie at checkout. Go to buylegion.com, buylegion.com, and you will get 20% off your first order with code Annie, or you will get double Legion reward points if you already purchased them, but you would like to support me. All right, all right, all right. So something that I say often is that content is everywhere and everything can be content. I literally have a reel on Instagram saying that, going around and just saying, this is content, this is content, this is content, this is content, pointing to different things and videos. I also think that marketing is everywhere. So content and marketing are everywhere. Uh, even when I'm not working, I'm still observing commercials and how someone or the news, how someone, how media wants me to feel. Everything you see, everything you consume is created to make you feel a certain way. If you've never thought about that, it's freaking fascinating. And I want you to step back and observe that this week if you haven't. It behooves us, I think, as entrepreneurs to always be looking at that. And if something does catch our attention, if we do, if something holds our attention, if we do have a reaction to something, to step back and be like, why? Why did that happen? Was it the medium? Was it the story? What about the story made me feel X? And then how can you apply that to your own marketing, to your content, to your brand, etc.? Most of us spend a lot of time consuming, be it via direct marketing or social media or commercials, ads, whatever. Take a step back and observe. Don't just consume. There's a difference between observing and consuming. Be aware and take note. So when you actually stick around to watch a full video, why? What sucked you in? What kept you paying attention? Why did you not lose interest in that? If you're watching something and you decide to swipe by, you decide to change the channel, you decide to skip the ad, why? Why did you do that? I guarantee a big part of the content that keeps you engaged has to do with storytelling. Whether it is 10 seconds or 90 seconds or an entire movie, whether it is text in a swipe graphic, Twitter or Instagram story, maybe words aren't even involved. Maybe it's just dance or a moving landscape. I'm just trying to think of content that I've seen like on Instagram. Um, and that is, I'm very, very biased towards Instagram. It's where I consume mostly. So those are the examples that I'm going to use, but apply this to YouTube or wherever you, you consume content. Storytelling evokes feelings. Like I mentioned, they want you to feel something and feelings keep us around. I repeat, storytelling evokes feelings and feelings keep us around. So right now is when you, little old you, commit to approaching content and sales this year through the lens of storytelling. Okay, this year, this quarter, this month, this week, whatever you can commit to, you're going to approach your content and your sales via storytelling. You will see and feel after this episode, hopefully, wherever you take in content, you're going to see and feel the storytelling. You're going to look for it. And typically what we look for, we see. I have my business clients often write out and identify two to three brand stories. I think I've mentioned this in podcast episodes before. Uh, these are like events that lead to why you coach the way that you do. Or if you don't coach and you're some kind of other entrepreneur, why you approach your profession the way that you do. The stories that ultimately shape your philosophy, the why behind your brand. If you've never done that, 
it might be fun and helpful, and it's very informative for you. So these stories can and should be very grounding for your messaging and therefore your content and sales. They give you clarity. We know that clarity is something that I am huge on. Clarity means action. And I'm big on people taking action. So typically, if we're not taking action, we lack clarity in some area. There is a huge part of communicating and connecting with your audience, these stories that you are going to come up with. We're not going to come up with them as in they're fake. You're going to identify these stories. The most important piece of storytelling from a business standpoint is that people can either see themselves in the story. So people who are consuming your content can input themselves in the story that you are telling or that you draw the story back to a collective human experience. So this is relatability, inspiration, connectivity. I'm going to say that again. The most important piece of storytelling from a business standpoint is that people can either see themselves in the story, they can insert themselves in the story, or that you draw the story back to a collective, a common human experience. Remember the lens we're seeing this through, which is business and sales, okay? Watching Free Solo is mesmerizing AF. It's one of my favorite documentaries to watch over and over again, and it might inspire you, but it's not selling you. Though I do suppose that it it is massively helped build his brand and bring awareness to him and rock climbing and free soloing and all that he has accomplished. But the point is to stay focused. We want to dance with storytelling on the day to day in bite-sized pieces of content. And then of course, in sales, a good story, whether projected through video or text or photo evokes emotion, like I said, but it also paints a picture for us. We can see the story playing out directly or indirectly. Think about how you can do that with your content. Not every single piece, but where it fits, where it makes sense. Storytelling doesn't have to be any specific feeling. It, you know, it just has to evoke a feeling or a series of feelings. I just don't want you to put yourself into a box um, or for this to feel more restricting to you. I want this to feel freeing to you. The best thing that you can do with storytelling is to be as authentic as possible. As with anything in business and building a personal brand, especially in building a personal brand. So in your content, I encourage you to number one, be playful and keep an open mind. Remember that storytelling is just a more specific piece of connecting with your audience. It should not be forced. That's why I say I want you to see your content through the lens of potential for storytelling or how you can improve your ability to tell stories. Think of how this can show up in any piece of content that you produce, whether this is podcasts, Instagram, swipe graphics, the caption of a post or short or long video form, however you create content. Always draw the story back to either a shared human experience with the audience or inspiration with action steps that they can actually take to better themselves, that that will lead to sales, especially if we are talking about health and fitness and bettering themselves is not necessarily doing more. It can be having grace for themselves or looking for joy in a process. What does storytelling look like with different pieces of content? You might be wondering. Now, Note that I said the caption, right? I said that you could storytell in the caption. It could literally just be a picture. If storytelling is throwing you off, 
if that idea is throwing you off, you're not grasping it, you're not seeing how it can be applied to your brand, think about painting pictures for your audience. How can you make them feel like they are somewhere? Or how can you help them see a certain situation play out? This is, in essence, a vital piece of storytelling. I don't even know what my my last nine Instagram posts were at this point, but go back and look at them with the goal of seeing storytelling or pieces of storytelling. Do the same thing with your own content. Do a little audit. Go to people's accounts that you love to follow. Do that with their content, especially in actual stories, right? People's stories who you enjoy watching, there's one, probably some level of predictability, And two, their stories probably go from one to the next in a nice order, in a story, in a, in a sense that keeps you engaged. Why does it keep you engaged? Take note. The next thing is to bring it full circle. What I mean by that is if you tell a story or share something from your life, bring it full circle with some kind of takeaway or moral of the story. It feels complete when we do this, and more often than not, it's also beneficial for your audience. You might be surprised how much more engagement you also get when you begin to create content through the lens of storytelling. Now in sales, so we talked about content in sales, this is where I really want you to dive into those brand stories that you are going to write out, two to three brand stories. Even if you only get one, great, that's better than having none. I also want you to play around with identifying some of these stories that your ideal client tells themselves or that they have experienced. Once you do that, then we marry the two and we write out the story. So paint the picture of where they could be after working with you or once they are inside your program or offer, what feelings do they have now? What feelings do they want to have? What feelings will they have once again inside your offer, if that makes sense, or once they finish your offer, if that makes more sense. I swear this is going to give you so much more confidence in your sales process. Storytelling is in large part, again, the emotional piece of sales. Uh, I said paint the picture because I know that the idea of st- telling an actual story can seem limiting to people. Like it can be really hard to think about how you're doing that. And it's hard for them to see outside of that box or what that can look like for their brand messaging. So that's why I say paint a picture. How can you paint the picture to allow someone to see themselves in a certain situation, in a new situation? Ensure that you are looking at your brand stories and then also the negatives of your ideal client's past, their present, and their future. If you don't know who your ideal client is, then I very, very highly suggest that you download my free, it is absolutely free, Ideal Client Avatar Creator. It's 25 questions. You will have a much better picture of your ideal client by the end of you filling that out. Go to anniemiller.co slash ICA to get that. So this was a shorter episode. Um, But I really just want to encourage you to look at storytelling in the content that you enjoy taking in. That's step number one is just step back and observe. Just take in content that you already, you know, consume on a weekly basis, no matter what platform it is on and look for marketing and content the way that it makes you feel and why you stick around to watch something or to read something or to engage with something. Break it down, analyze it. Why is it happening and how can you apply that to your own storytelling on whatever platforms you actually put content out on for your brand. 
More often than not, it is some kind of storytelling with each sentence or video clip taking you into the next part of the story to keep you engaged. Not every piece of content is going to be like this, so don't try to make it that way. Don't force it, but where it fits, give it some intentional practice. And as far as sales go, definitely observe why you buy things and the stories that you are being told by brands that make you want to buy something. What are you believing is going to happen when you purchase something? It, that all comes down to storytelling, both personal brands and large brands. There's almost always a story involved and it's the story that they want you to believe if you buy the product. Have at it have fun, add this skill to your messaging, play around with it. Of course, keep it authentic, keep it ethical as always. Practice being better at storytelling and free content as well as um, sales-based content. That is all I have for you today. Give the show five stars, leave a written review wherever you listen. If you are not on my mailing list, go to anniemiller.co slash news. You can choose from the weekly wisdom or Annie's daily dose, both of which are very fun for me to create for you. There's no pressure. There's also podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every episode. So you are missing out if you are not on that mailing list. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. <laughs>